Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Burgrick B, and this is chapter 174. But more importantly, it is part two of my 2021 Movie Ranks Countdown. Um, if you missed part one, I would say go back and listen to that right now. I'll wait. Okay, done. You did it. All right. So now you know uh, what my 70 through 61 are. And today we'll move on. We're doing 60 through uh, 51. Um, again, if you have not yet, you should subscribe on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or Amazon. Or you can check out the blog at razorbader.blogspot.com. But also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, One Man Renegade. There's the, the Facebook page, One Man Renegade Productions. Uh, fa- the YouTube page is also called One Man Renegade Productions. Go over there and subscribe. Watch all those videos, like them, share them, comment on them, all that fun stuff. And also check out... Uh, Razor Vader, my screen, uh, our username, Razor Vader, on eBay, where some stuff up for sale if you want to go check that out and buy some stuff. All right, with that all the way, um, yeah, so last time out, we did numbers seven, well, we did a couple honorable mentions, um, and then numbers 70 through 61, so the worst of the worst. So today, the movies get a little bit better, but not a ton better. I mean, they're still way down there. Um, but yeah. Uh, so let's just keep let's just keep going. So number sixty um, is uh, was a Netflix movie, came out August twentieth. Obviously, no box office. Uh, uh, it's got twenty two percent on Rotten Tomato, forty six Metacritic, five point five on IMDb. Uh, no cinema score, or obviously didn't see in theaters. And it is called Sweet Girl. Um, so. This one stars Jason Momoa and, uh, oh, what's the girl's name? That's going to bother me. I forget the girl's name. So Jason Momoa and this girl, uh, basically, uh, their, their mom slash, you know, wife is sick with cancer and they, um, there's potentially like a breakthrough drug that they might be able to, to, um, use to like you know help her maybe beat the cancer but they can't afford like the the regular version but there's like a generic version that's supposed to come out but then the people that made the 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 trademark have on the other version sue the other company and so it never comes out um though then she passes away so then during all of this uh there's a confrontation between the guy and the drug company guy, you know, representatives or whatever, and stuff happens. And then it gets more and more out of control and more and more out of control and more and more out of control. And then there's a twist. But it's kind of tough to go with the twist. The twist doesn't make a ton of sense. And I think that's where the movie kind of lost me. I was like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. And it's one of those movies that starts at the beginning, or has the end ending kind of at the beginning, and then they do the movie, and then you get back to the point where you were. But it's very similar to a other movie. You know the twist by the time you get back to where you were. So, and I don't want to ruin it because it's very similar. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the twist been done before i guess was my issue uh 
partially with it. Um, the girl Isabella Marced, I guess that's her name. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just I feel like that's where it just loses it. You know, it's kind of an action film for a lot of it um, with Jason Momoa, which is fine. But then it's just like the plot kind of just you know just doesn't work. You know, the the twist is a bit tough to take um given that it's been used in other movies the same sort of twist has been used in other movies before um and i don't want to ruin it again so i guess i forgot to say this in the first part but spoiler alerts i'm i'm gonna try not to spoil these movies but there will be some definitely some spoilers uh uh but i'll try not to ruin them completely i guess i forgot to say that in the first one i'll write it in the description but or maybe i'll do a little no whatever spoilers Sorry, spoilers. Um, but uh, yeah, so Sweet Girl, Netflix. It's not a bad watch, but it's just, ugh, I don't know. It's disappointing, if nothing else. Um, all right, uh, next up, number 59. Uh, this one came out on Hulu on September. Sorry, no, I'm reading the wrong one. No, this came out, uh, so, yeah, on Hulu. December 17th, uh, it's got 32% Rotten Tomatoes, 43, uh, Metacritic 5.8 IMDb, no cinema score, I didn't see in theaters, and it is Mother Android. And this is another movie, and I know it's kind of a broken record here, but it's another movie that I just had a different expectation of what this movie was going to be, you know, the basic premise is there's this um this girl and uh she meets this guy and they go to the party and you know they're they're kind of dating but you know it's they're not she's not quite sure what's gonna happen um oops it turns out she's pregnant well what's she gonna do and then everything goes to hell uh, basically, everyone had these androids as like their kind of servants, and you know, set in the you know not too distant future or whatever. And something happens, and all the androids start going nuts and start killing people. You know, the robots rise. You know, very Terminator, whatever you want to call it. Ask. Um, so then you kind of flash forward, and now she's you know very pregnant, and they need to they need to you know, have the baby. But so you find out. That, oh, I forget where it's set initially. DC or something? I forget. Um, but they hear, oh, they go if they go to Boston, there's a thing in Boston where, you know, they're getting, they're, they're able to, there's a safe zone in Boston. They can take the babies and, you know, ship them somewhere where it's safe or something. So that's what the, the and the plot of the movie is just them trying to get to Boston but a lot of it's just a bunch of nothing happening. A lot of nothing happening. Like eventually they get this like the no the danger zone or the no whatever it's called some some sort of some sort of area where like the no man's land. I think that's what it's called, uh, which I think I live in based off based off the the, the based off the you know kind of the uh, the the description of you know where they were trying to go and how they were trying to get there. I think I live in the no man's land, so I'm a little worried about that. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, so I mean, yeah, so uh, um, I don't know. It just, it just, it wasn't like there wasn't enough 
you know, the, the Android part of it was a bit meh. Um, I just thought there was going to be more action, a little bit more to it. A lot of it was just like them walking through the woods and arguing, <laughs> I feel like. And then with other people kind of showing up and then there's just more talking and arguing. It's like, is this an action movie or what? Um, I don't know. It just seemed, it was kind of disappointing in that regard. Just kind of thought there would be more to it than there was. And yeah, I don't know. So there you go. Uh, that's number 59, Mother Android. All right, moving on. Number 58, uh, another net, or so this is a Netflix movie. That was a Hulu movie. This is a Netflix movie, but another Netflix. There's a lot of Netflix movies in this one, I think. This, uh, this group of 10. Uh, this movie came out um, June 30th, which is important to know. Uh, obviously, Netflix, so no box office. 35% Rotten Tomatoes, 38 IMDb, oh, sorry, 38 Metacritic, 5.6 IMDb, no cinema score are obviously in theaters. And this was America the Motion Picture. Now, it came out June 30th because it was, you know, for 4th of July. This is a bonkers movie. Uh, I mean, it's a cartoon, first of all. It's a, it's a cartoon. Um so keep that in mind and it's set at like revolutionary war time i guess but it's got like abraham lincoln in it and and george washington and abraham lincoln and then like sam adams and oh who is was it like betsy ross now i'm trying to figure who else was in it yeah i think betsy ross and then like Oh, who was, who was, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm forgetting exactly who else in the movie. But Jason um, Manzukis, is that how you say his name? He, he's, he's Sam Adams. Jason, uh, Channing Tatum is George uh, Washington. Uh, do the voices, obviously. Um, Will Forte was Abraham Lincoln. But, of course, Abraham Lincoln gets killed because that's what happens with Abraham Lincoln. But somehow it's before the Revolutionary War. And then, like, Chaos... It's Benedict Arnold. Andy Samberg does, is Benedict Arnold, and that's, like, the main, like, bad guy. But then there's also... There's, like, King James, which doesn't totally make sense. Um, it's just a bonkers, like, ridiculous, like, over-the-top, like, action movie that it makes absolutely no sense um, in terms of, like, actual, like, history. Because, no, it doesn't. Um, uh, but, yeah, I'm trying to think... Wait. Who was the the other character? I'm forgetting now. There was oh Geronimo. That's what it was. Geronimo. Um, no, Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, that's right. Bobby Moynihan was Paul Revere. Um, then there was Geronimo. Killer Mike. That's right. Killer Mike was John Henry. Uh, Simon Pegg was King James. And there's a bunch of other characters and stuff. But yeah, it's just like, so like, it's basically, it's like an adventure, kind of action adventure movie with like this group of like, random group of like people that they're, you know, they're trying to obviously win the war and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just goofy. It's goofy. I mean, and again, it's one of those movies where like, if you went into it not knowing what, what it was, expecting it to be more like serious and like, or something, I don't know. I don't know why you would, but. It's goofy and off the walls, but it's just, I mean, that's also just kind of goofy and off the walls, but it's not like good. So that's why it's number uh, 60, uh, sorry, 58 on my list. All right, moving on. Uh, number 57, this movie is another Netflix movie, came out October 8th, uh, 46 IM, uh, Forty six Rotten Tomatoes, 45 uh, Metacritic, 4.8 IMDb, uh, no 
Cinema Scorer and I didn't see it. There's, and it's called There's Someone Inside Your House. Now, the issue I had with this movie is, you know, there's someone inside your house. It seems like, oh, it's going to be a, like a, you know, a, you know, kind of, you know, a, a horror movie. You know, someone's inside the house. Like, you're going to, you know. But I don't, that didn't really work. Like, there, that wasn't like the main point of the movie. Like, I think the first part of it is like, yeah, there's someone inside your house, blah, blah. And there's a murder. But then the rest of it has nothing to do with that. But it has to do with, like, this girl that moves to this new school. But, you know, then there's, like, she's starting to friend people. But then there's this group of friends. And I don't know. It's just just a very kind of, it's a slasher film. Um, You know, kind of along the lines of Scream or something like that. Um, But there's, like, a twist kind of to to it. but, um, I don't know, ultimately it just wasn't that great. It's like, it was kind of, it's kind of a little too obvious who the killer was going to be. I mean, there was a little bit of a twist, but the twist isn't like, is, yeah, I don't know. It's not a great twist. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, okay, that, I guess that makes sense. But, meh. Um, it's, a, it's an okay horror film. It's nothing great. Um, you know, but yeah, kind of a scream knockoff. I guess, sort of, a little bit, if I'd have to compare it to anything. Uh, but it's okay, but not great. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, number 56, another Netflix movie. Uh, this one came out September 10th. Uh, I got 45% Rotten Tomato, 47 uh, Metacritic, 6.2 on IMDb, which is a little higher than, you know, some of these other ones. But uh, 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 no cinema score. I didn't see in theaters. Uh, obviously, it's Netflix. Uh, it is Kate. Um, yeah. So Kate. Now I'm trying to remember what this movie was. Uh, um. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. I got it. It's an action film, starring oh Mary Elizabeth. I was trying to think who the actress's names. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay, now I remember this movie. Um, got Woody Harrelson in it. So basically, um, she's like an assassin working with this group of people. And basically, she kind of wants out, but they're not really letting her out. Uh, but then she kind of like gets like, we kind of get the backstory of like why she's doing this. Because like her mom, um, you know you know, things, you know, had something to do that, you know, it's, it's like her mom was involved with it. So then she kind of got involved with it. Um, even though she didn't want her to be in the life, then she ended up in it because of shenanigans. Uh, Woody Harrelson's kind of like her mentor, but then there's twists and turns and stuff happens. And then she meets other people along the line. They kind of go on a, you know, kind of a, you know, a mission to take down this group that they work with. It wasn't bad. Uh, I don't know. It just, you know, again, a lot of action and stuff, um, which is fine. But, like, it just seemed kind of like, I've kind of seen this before. Like, I don't know. It just didn't seem like it had anything, like, crazy um, um, new to it. Like, you know, it wasn't very, nothing like, nothing like all that spectacular in terms of the, the, you know, the movie outside of just a generic 
normal run-of-your-mill action uh, revenge film or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's fine, but um, not great. So that is number 56 on the list. Uh, moving on, we are at uh, number 55. This was a Paramount Plus movie. came out December 15th. Uh, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, 48 Metacritic, 5.9 IMDb. Uh, obviously, no cinema score. Didn't see in theaters. It is Rumble. Um, so Rumble. It uh, was a Paramount movie, but also in connection with WWE films. Uh, oh, Roman Reigns and and uh, I think Becky Lynch have. I mean, it's a cartoon. Let me just first off say that um, had little cameos in it. Um, basically, it's a story of this. This, uh, was it a girl? This girl's dad was a wrestler, and, um, and like, and you know, he was a wrestler back in the day, and he was kind of like the big time wrestler. And then, so then, like, the son of, I'm trying to remember exactly all the, all the, the, what the plot was exactly but eventually she finds uh, finds um um hold on, i'm just trying to th- will arnett's character and then she like um um oh yeah so yeah that, that's what happened so there's this 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 girl um that you know this girl that was big fan of this wrestler back in the day and it turns out, like, his son was going to be a wrestler, but then, like, so then she tries to train him or whatever, and then, like, he gets, you know, bigger and kind of leaves her behind, so then she finds this other guy, or maybe the other guy was the son? I forget. Now now I'm forgetting the plot. Basically, she has this new wrestler that's a really cool guy, blah, 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 and then it turns out he's not really that cool, and then she finds the son of the real guy, I think that's what's happened. It was a while ago I watched this, and I wasn't totally paying all that much attention. It was pretty good for what it was. Will Arnett's pretty funny, obviously. Um, but yeah, he's the son of the other guy. He's the son of a wrestler, but he's was a terrible wrestler. But then she trains him to be a good wrestler, where then they end up fighting like the other guy that like betrayed her or whatever. I don't know. It's alright. It's not bad. I'm not explaining the plot at all very well because I'm forgetting points of it. But overall, wrestling movie with monsters. Not bad. Cartoon. Kitty, kitty movie. Um, but it's alright. Um, moving on. Uh, number 54. Lionsgate film. Came out May, 5th, uh, May 14th. Uh, made $8.7 million opening weekend. 23.2 Domestic, 40.6 worldwide. 37% Rotten Tomato. 40 Metacritic. uh, 5.2 IMDb. Got a B- cinema score. I did not see in theaters. And it is Spiral. Now you're like, oh, Spiral, what's that? Oh, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Now at some point they had from the Book of Saw attached to the name and then it wasn't attached to the name. And we kind of went back and forth depending on what you see. It's like sometimes it says it, sometimes it doesn't say it. But yes, obviously it is a Saw movie type. Um, it's not technically connected to, to Saw movies, but it is 
copycat of Saw, I guess is the best way to explain it. Um, kind of just someone that was a fan of, um, you know, the, the original Saw guy that whose name I'm blanking on right now, but the original Saw, um, why, why can't I remember his name? Um, I mean, I know Tobin Bell is the actor, but what was the, what was his name in the film? Uh, come on. Oh, John Kramer. Jigsaw. Yeah, that's what, yeah, Jigsaw. So, um, yeah, so this guy is just kind of a fan of him and does kind of sort of new things. And it's all set around this police station and, you know, these police, you know, it's all set around this police station. And Chris Rock is like, um, kind of the one like leading the cause and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, also his dad was, you know, Samuel Jackson plays his dad and he was the, the, um, the police chief or whatever he was, or the sergeant or whatever he is, the, uh, the captain or whatever, um, of the precinct. And, you know, there's some shady business went down and, and then, you know, so this new like jigsaw type person is trying to, you know get to all the people that were involved in, in some of the shady business that was happening, um, in the precinct. And, um, so it kind of unravels from there. You hear, you kind of find out the backstories and you get the twist of who it is, which was a little obvious. I think that was kind of, uh, that was one of the bigger drawbacks of the movie. I thought it was a little too obvious who the bad guy was going to end up being. Um, I mean, they wanted you to think it was one way, but I was like, no, it's, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's probably that guy. Oh, it is that guy. All right. I mean, maybe that was just obvious to me. I don't know. Maybe I've just seen too many of these movies to kind of figure it out. Uh, but I mean, as far as, you know, a Saw movie goes, it was kind of, it was all right. I mean, it's definitely not the worst Saw movie, um, you know, and it's technically sort of a Saw movie. It's not a Saw, Saw movie, but it is a Saw movie. I don't know. Um, but I mean, you know, Chris Rock's Samuel Jackson, so it's got the star power in it, uh, if nothing else. Um, but um, as far as the actual plot and movie goes, it's kind of just blah. Um, in terms of a Saw movie, it was meh. You know, it was it, you know again it wasn't worst, wasn't the best, somewhere probably in the middle. Um, so that's why it ends up on number as number sixty. No, sorry, number fifty. Four on my list. All right, moving on uh, to number 53. It is another Netflix movie. It uh, came out uh, November 12th. Um, now, it, it did get some theatrical release overseas. Made $178,000 um, worldwide. Uh, 36% on Rotten Tomato, 37 Metacritic, 6.4 on IMDb. Uh, no cinema score, obviously didn't see it in theaters. And it is Red Notice. Um, so there's a lot of hype with this movie, um, but it was a lot of delays and stuff. I think originally this was supposed to be in theaters, and obviously, you know, it kept getting delayed, and eventually Netflix bought the rights and just put it up on Netflix. Got The Rock, Gal Gadot, uh, Ryan Reynolds. So, I mean, it's got the cast. You know, it's got a cat. It's got a good cast. You know, you're kind of expecting some good things about it, and then it's just kind of eh. 
Like, I feel like it relies too much on the cast and not enough on the actual movie. And the actual movie is just kind of meh. You know, it's about um, it's about these eggs. Uh, basically, there's these, I think there's these three eggs and this one, this, this you know, billionaire guy, whatever, wants the three eggs for um, his daughter's birthday or whatever. So he says, whoever can collect these eggs, I'll give like a billion dollars to or whatever. I forget what the money, I forget the amounts or whatever. Uh, and basically like, so Ryan Reynolds like, oh, I know where one of them is and I got this one. And then he kind of recruits um, uh, The Rock. And then he kind of, they kind of, you know, connect up with Gal Gadot. But then they keep turning on each other. But then there's twists and turns and who's on whose side and who's with who and blah, blah, blah. And, and everything and kind of, I don't know. It just keeps happening. And it's, I don't know, it just kind of got boring a little bit. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it just kind of fell flat a little bit. I felt like it wasn't bad. There's good, you know, that, you know, it's, it's got some funny moments and stuff. Um, you know, obviously good cast, but ultimately, and the twists and turns got, were too much. I feel like they overdid it. They overbooked it. Uh, they overbooked it a little bit. Um, and you know, it kind of just went off the rails a little bit, but not bad, disappointing more so than anything else it could have been better um i mean it did well for netflix i mean it's tough to tell because you don't get the actual numbers but they're like yeah most more people watch this movie than any movie ever on netflix i think or something like that i don't know if that's still you know who knows who knows that's still the case or that was the case right i forget something like that some stupid number uh, but anyways, um, moving on. Uh, number 52. Uh, this was an Amazon slash Paramount movie. Came out, uh, and I'll explain that in a, movie, in a minute. But it came out July 2nd. Uh, it uh, obviously was released on Amazon in the United States, but made $14 million worldwide. Uh, 52% on Rotten Tomato, 45 Metacritic, 6.6 on IMDb. And it is The Tomorrow War. Um, so yeah, this was, a, you know, another one of those movies that was supposed to be in theaters. Paramount had the rights to it. They were going to release it in theaters. And then, I don't know why they did this. And there's another movie on this list that we'll talk about in a little movie, in a little bit that's kind of the same thing. They sold the rights over to Amazon. Instead of releasing it on their own platform. Now, I guess the idea is, well, we already spent, you know, this money on this movie uh, and we're not releasing it in theaters. Um, so let's get some of that money back by selling it off to Amazon. But you'd think it'd be more wise for them to put it on their own platform and have the people want us watch it on their platform. Now, it's one of those weird things where I think it's all going to come back around, but like, People weren't thinking about this as much, that thought process, originally. And that's why things like, you know, The Office run, you know, you know, you know, the, well, not The Office, but, the, you know, Peacock got The Office back. But, like, then, you know, Yellowstone's on Peacock and not the Paramount. And Paramount did, didn't do, do a good job of, you know, they were thinking in the short term of, like, oh, we'll take a bunch of money for this stuff. Sure, why not? 
Whereas, like, well, wait, down the line when we're all, you know, streaming wars, we're going to want our own stuff. You're like, why, 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 why when this is on Paramount Network, you know, is it then on Peacock? Like, it's confusing for people. It's like, you know, same way with, um, same way with South Park. It's like, oh, it's on Comedy Central. That's a Paramount Network. The Paramount the specials are on Paramount, or sorry, Paramount Plus. The specials are on Paramount Plus, but then all all South Park's on HBO Max? Like, what? It's kind of weird that they, you know, they didn't, Paramount very specifically, didn't think this stuff through, being like, hey, we're going to have this streaming network, Paramount Plus. Because they had CBS All Access, but they, they're kind of like, oh, that's just Star Trek stuff. Yeah, that's just Star Trek stuff. They weren't thinking ahead, being like, oh, Paramount Plus, we're going to have all the stuff on it. And then they sold off the stuff. So th- this is another one of the examples where it's like, this should have been on Paramount Plus. Instead of it was Amazon Prime, which whatever. I mean, as far as consumer, it doesn't really make that big a difference to me. I have them both. So it's like, all right, well, wait, what's this on? Oh, it's on Amazon. Oh, why does it say it's Paramount? That's weird. Why should it not Paramount? But anyways, um, as far as the movie goes, uh, which is really the point, uh, Chris Pratt, you got J.K. Simmons in this. Um the chick from Dexter, like whose name I can never pronounce. Um, I mean, so the the premise of this movie, and it's not a bad premise. I just don't think they executed it as well as it could have been. It's basically um, there's a war in the future. We figured out time travel to come back to get people from now. To go fight the war in the future. So they come back. The people from the future come back. And like start recruiting people. To go to the future. And fight this war. Now Chris Pratt's one of these people. He ends up going to the future. To fight the war. But then he encounters someone. That he knows. There's a little bit of a spoiler. I mean I don't. I'm trying not to spoil these movies. But there's a. Someone he knows. And all of a sudden, like, she kind of tells him, well, hey, you know, stuff didn't work out great. You know, he's like, oh, why? Why didn't stuff work out great? And then stuff didn't work out great. Oh, okay. Oh, that sucks. Um, so then they try to, like, stop everything and, like, it doesn't really work out how they planned. So then he goes, then he comes back from the future and then he realizes, oh, wait, we can, now that we figured out in the future what happens now in the past we can stop it from ever happening um of course it's aliens they're fighting because of course it's aliens if it's not aliens it's robots it's one of the two um that's always how it is so i mean it's not bad it's just i don't know i just feel like the execution of it just didn't it didn't work as well as they wanted it was a little overbooked again you know to use that phrase again a little overbooked um just too much happening it gets kind of nonsensical and just it's like wait what but no but if that person's there how are they there I don't know. you know it just it, it just got over it was, it was too much too much it was like no 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 too much too much uh but not bad it's just not great i mean and there it is um all right moving on to our last movie for today um number 51 come back tomorrow we'll do 50 to 41 uh movies start getting a little bit better uh this one might be a little controversial 
depending on how you felt about this movie, I had my issues with it. Obviously, it's number 51 on my list. You know, a lot of people probably have it a bit higher. But this movie came out um, on, uh, what was it? Uh, October 1st. Uh, it was a Warner Brothers movie, so it was both in theaters and on HBO Max at the same time. Made $4.6 million opening weekend. Only made 8.2 overall domestic, 12.7 worldwide. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. See, it's got a high Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 60 Metacritic, 6.3 uh, IMDb. C plus cinema score. See, C plus cinema score is not great. I didn't see it in theaters. I just I watched it on HBO Max. And it is The Many Saints of Newark uh a soprano story or a tony soprano story or whatever whatever the actual name of it was uh the tagline um my biggest issue with this movie was that was a movie it's you you you're taking a, a you know, franchise the sopranos which was a great tv show and it was a tv show and now you're trying to make a movie but you're doing the prequel of the TV show in a movie. There's way too much going on. It should have been like a mini series or something on HBO. Now, I know uh, David Chase really wanted to do a movie. He ended up not even doing the movie because of reasons and stuff. Um, he was involved, obviously, but he didn't direct it and stuff. And I, I don't know. I just kind of I feel like that hurt too. It just kind of fell apart in that end. Uh, but I just th- I feel like it should have been like a four part. You know, six episode, maybe, what, are four episodes, six episodes, whatever, miniseries. Because um, you could have explored more. You could have had more of the characters. You could have, you know, because a lot of it has to do with, you know, this one character. I mean, but a lot of it's Tony Soprano as a kid. But, you know, there's kind of, I just feel like there was more to explore. Kind of, you could have had more time with the characters if you did it over um, a you know, uh, uh, you know, six episodes or whatever, however many episodes you wanted to do, as opposed to fitting it all into a movie. Um, and I say that because there's your characters that we know, a lot of these characters we know, and we, you know, some of them are new and some of them are, we were mentioned and stuff in Sopranos, but some of our characters we know from the Sopranos and it's like, well, you know, why aren't you spending more on this character or something like that? You know, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I remember this, you know, from Sopranos. Yeah, these characters, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I want to spend more time with them. And it's kind of like, well, it's a movie. we got to go fast and get through it. So it's like, ah, hmm. Just, it would have worked better as a, I don't know. For that, that, that's the biggest reason it was, you know, they kind of, cram- I think they tried to cram too much into the movie. Whereas if they'd done it over, you know, some, a bunch of episodes, it would have been better. So that's my that was my biggest issue. It's an okay movie in it in a, if what it for what it is, but yeah, I just feel like it just doesn't didn't satisfy what I wanted it to be, and I think a lot of that's because it was condensed into this movie, whereas it had been spread out over a number of episodes or something like that as a show, because ultimately breaking down Sopranos was a show, you know. So, for me, that was my biggest issue with the movie. And you know, a lot of people might have liked it, and it's probably might be higher up um, on your list. But for me, yeah, it fell at number fifty-one. So there you go. That's gonna do it for today's episode. Come back tomorrow. We're gonna do number fifty through forty-one. Things starting to get a little better. 
some better movies. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about them and rank them and see see where they end up on my list. But but again, if you haven't subscribed, just do it. Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and then you'll you know tomorrow be ready to go, ready to listen to them, ready you know, ready to listen to the next bunch of movies. So there we go. Thank you everyone for listening. Come back tomorrow. Talk to you then.